Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In part 3 on the selectives in action, you looked at the workflow of combining multiple selectives to build even further on VFX or look development. You also rearranged the order of the selective processing pipeline to get the look you wanted. In part 4, you'll continue on the same example and use the selectives to alter her skin. If you would like to follow along, please load your batch setup if you were working with part 3. If you want to start from the beginning, please go to part 2 to download the media and follow the steps in part 2 and part 3 to get to this point. Looking at the examples so far, you've used two selectives and multiple masks to glow and stylize the model's eyes. To further the sci-fi look of the shot, you'll smooth her skin and give it an over-the-top futuristic look. So you'll need to isolate her skin with a selective and then apply multiple selective effects shaders to achieve the look. As a reminder, you have two ways to add the selective. You could either select the image and right-click it to add the selective through the contextual menu. The alternative method is to call up any selective menu using the heads-up display and by using the Selective Manager, you can be more precise with defining your selective in the image processing pipeline. So using the Selective Manager, hold Meta or Command and click Selective 3. If you did not hold the Meta or Command keyboard shortcut, the selective would still activate, but a color correction shader would be added by default. Pressing the key and clicking the selective takes you to the file browser and you can assign any shader you want. Choose the Bilateral Filter Selective Effects. Now set the amount to 10 and adjust the kernel size to 4 for both X and Y. If you press H to toggle the current selective on and off, you can see the smoothing effect that is taking place all over the image. So you only want the filtering to affect the skin and not the sharper aspects of her face, such as lips and eyes. So let us use a key to isolate the skin within the selective. Switch to the Keyer menu and choose the Tracer key. If you want an example of the Diamond Keyer, just watch part 1 of the Selective series. Set the Keyer to Active. To see the output of the Keyer, hover over the result view and press F8 twice. This will toggle to the current selective keyer output. So you have the original image to key and not selectives that are affecting your view. Under the analysis header, click Add. You should see the foreground and background pickers on the image. These pickers are for the current frame. If you scrub to any other frame, they would disappear because the keyer is referencing the current frame to pull a key. To see the mat, hover over the viewport and press F8 again to see the selective keyer mat output. Move the red foreground picker to the right of the image, which should cover the model's hair. Since the keying sample is being adjusted, you'll see the updated mat in the view. Next, move the green background picker over the model's cheek. By resizing any of the pickers, we'll also adjust the keying range. It's starting to shape up, 
but you also need to exclude the model's lips. So add another red foreground picker and place it on the model's top lip. To finish tweaking the key, increase the rendering dilate slider and blur the key by 10%. So that's the key completed, but you can press F4 to see the combined result. The remaining issue is that the key is still affecting the background as well. So let's use a mask to isolate the face. Go to the HUD and select Selective 3. Call up the contextual menu, choose Add GMask link and choose Free. Go ahead and draw a mask around the head and the neck of the model. Once you have completed the mask, select Selective 3 in the HUD again and toggle F8 until you see the Selective Matte Object view. So that is the combination of the Kia and Mask within Selective 3. Press F4 to return to the result. Select the G-Mask to select it. Place the cursor over point on the spline and call up the contextual menu. Choose Add Gradient Point. This will add a small amount of softness to the mask's edge. Now scrubbing the time bar, the movement is not so dramatic. So you could hand animate a few points of the mask to match the movement. However, to do this quickly with the planar tracker, switch to the tracking menu under the G-Mask tab. The default settings should be fine. Just click Analyze. The mask's vertices animate with the movement of the model's face. So that is one selective on the skin, which is being altered by one selective effects, which is the bilateral filter. Let's add another shader to the current selective. Click Selective 3 in the HUD to bring up its menus. Hold the Meta or Command key and click on the Selective 3 in the Selective Manager. In the File Browser, choose the Orton Selective Effects shader. Switch to the Orton Shader menu and dial the blur down to 10. So the skin has changed dramatically, but it is still too warm. Let's add another shader. Hold the Meta or Command key and click Selective 3 again. Choose the Color Correction shader. In the Color Correction menu, drop the saturation to 25. Secondly, drag the color wheel towards blue. So that's looking pretty good, but I am wondering, what if the color correction would make a difference if it was applied to the skin before the bilateral or the Orton Selective Effects shaders? Now it's really easy to change the processing pipeline, so let's give it a try. With the selectives still selected, swipe down to the Priority Editor. Under Selective 3, move the Orton and Bilateral shaders above the Color Correction shader in the processing pipeline. That's looking better, and let's say your client prefers that look. But remember, at any time, you can rearrange any of these shaders simply by dragging them up and down in the Priority Editor and no complex node trees to move around or rearrange. As a reminder, you can also rearrange the processing order of the selectives as well as their shaders. Just grab Selective 3 in the Priority Editor and move it to the bottom of the selective pipeline. 
So now, in terms of how processing is occurring, the image is first affected by Selective 3, which is the skin adjustments you've just made. This is then processed through Selective 2, which is the wide yellow glowing of the model's eyes. Finally, the intense glow on the iris of the model's eyes is achieved through Selective 1, and that's the last selective at the top of the stack. Looking at the HUD, you can read this by looking at the processing pipeline. You have the primary image, it goes through Selective 3, then Selective 2, and finally Selective 1 before its output. Please save up to this point by saving your batch setup and move on to the next video to finish this example. We'll conclude with adjusting the image's focal point with selectives, as well as duplicating selectives and inverting them. Don't forget to also check out the other workflows, features and enhancements to the Flame 2018.3 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.